Well, good afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you're watching this. Uh, Jonathan and I are here to have a continued conversation around this maintain United, United, unity that we started uh, last week. Uh, there's been a lot of really cool conversations about this. Uh, I know that many people are have been asking and wanting to know, like, well, where do you stand on this, John? And where do I stand on this? And what's the church stance on this? If you wait till and the end of the video, we'll talk about all that stuff. So mean. I promise you. Um, no, I'm lying. Don't wait till the end of the video if you're. If that's the only reason you're watching this. Like, we need to have a conversation. Let's have a cup of coffee. Um, but there is a lot of things in our world right now. Yeah. COVID, um, whether it's real or not mass mm. the validity to them or not should the government have the ability to to say these things mm. like we haven't even talked about vaccines yet because it hasn't come out yet but that's a that's a, big a bigger one, one that's going to yeah. be talking about um gatherings as a church should we be gathering this way or this way yeah. what what level of government can speak into that or not uh black lives matter what what is going on with that the atrocities that's happening between death yeah. as a whole in yeah. all of these things and abortion abortion yeah. and there's just oh and it's a it's a it's a election year for our presidential candidate. Who are you voting for? Just kidding, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is one of those things that like all of those statements I think have value for us as Christians yeah. that live in this world to engage in to some extent, right? Like yeah. I, think they, I think there is value to us understanding to some extent. I mean, we as a church have had to understand more about COVID than I ever would have assumed we could have yeah. understood just in trying to make a decision on what would be the right and wise thing for us to do as a church. Yeah. And so you can't say, well, I'm just going to not engage in any of it. Correct. Right. I think that would be like trying to remove yourself from the world, yeah. which is Paul, yeah. Paul talks about in second Corinthians, right? Like we can't just leave the world, Yeah. but how do we move forward and live yeah. when you have these very passionate views yes. about something and I have passionate views yeah. that are different, which we do have. Yes. Um, and and how do we how do we operate with them? That's why I think that most people have been asking over and over again. I think yeah. one question that I want to kind of push on is people keep trying to put us to sides. Like, what side are you on? I, I really understand that in the statement I'm about to make, it puts me to a side, <laughs> but I I don't believe they're sides. I don't like when it comes down to the end of it. Like, we're not making a compromise. No, I, no, and know? I'm not trying yeah. to appease anyone. In fact, right. I would argue that that by saying there are no sides, I'm getting a baseball bat from both sides that are yeah. out there, right? But I believe when it comes to God, I cannot say that, that he aligns himself to any side of these systems. Now I can see his character yeah. and his work in, in all of these things. And there's value to it. Yeah. And there's, I think it's important to have these conversations. So to have someone that has passions about a mask and say, stop talking about it, would be a disservice, Correct. right? Yeah. But, to ha but to say that we have to then decide which side we're on to figure out if we're unified, it just doesn't make sense. And Correct. so you kind of came up with this three point. Yeah, the three ones. Yeah, the three ones. It's three ones. Okay. This is kind of how we're hoping to help you have these conversations. Yeah. Yes, so the first so. thing that I am realizing, again, again, everything I'm saying today is not set in stone. You know, mm -hmm. I know that God's working in my heart and I'm maturing in my faith and, and as I talk to people and as I pray and seek God. So if I'm wrong, I'll come back and say I'm sorry for everything mm -hmm. I've said, okay? Mm -hmm. The first thing I believe is that uh, there is always an amount of ignorance in all earthly, earthly knowledge. Yeah. There is an amount of ignorance that we don't understand or don't know in all earthly knowledge, okay? Yeah, even if it's just experiential. We Correct. Can't, yeah. Correct. Yep. So is there a one person chance that what you're holding on to is wrong? Is there a one person chance that you could be wrong about something? So this is a question that we would have you ask yourself, yep. right? Whether it's mass, whether it's uh, uh, systematic racism or it's gatherings or not gatherings. Like, is yeah. there a 1% chance you're wrong? You're totally wrong. What yeah. is the one thing 
Is there one thing that we could say we're 100% on? Yes. What is that? Jesus. That's right, Jesus. And that's a very, we could be wrong. Not on Jesus, though. No, but we, I mean, like, I guess <laughs> if we're going to say that, like, we're going to undo all of this, there are people that maybe don't believe in Jesus at all and say we're wrong in that. But I'm not 99% on that. I'm 100%. Amen. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Right? So now, like, I'm, all that, in, I'm all in on that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But beyond that, all the doctrines we hold on to, all the beliefs we hold on to are all things that we believe, mm -hmm. but I don't know if I'm 100% accurate on every way I understand scripture, except for Jesus. Everything else outside of that, I have to say, I believe that based on what I understand when, when, I, when I read scripture. But then if you hold a different view, I can still love you. We can still have a discussion yeah, about yeah. that. If it's leading you to fall into sin, then and, it's a different story. And even in that belief, it would be wrong for me to say, I'm 99% believe this, but I'm not gonna live that way. Oh yeah. Right? So in these other things, like if I 99% if believe I'm right in these things, my life should also be aligned sure to that. Sure that way, yeah. Right? Yep. So when it comes to these other things in scripture that I'm yeah. like, I think it means this, I should be living. Yeah, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, I'm 99% yeah. <laughs> sure that that's supposed to happen, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's why I should be living that out, yeah. not just saying I believe that, Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So that's the first thing. So if you're, is there a chance that you're one person wrong? Now, the thing is, if I hold a view that I'm 100% right about something, what does it look like? What is it, how does that affect my relationship with people? Right? Yeah, I think, it, I think in a lot of ways, it keeps you from being able to be soft and understanding, right? Because if, I'm, if you're 100% right about masks or gatherings, right? If, is this where you're going with this question or not? Yeah, we're sure, just, let's go for it. We're just having yeah. a conversation, right? If you're 100%, well then, then your knowledge is right. The wisdom would say, then how are you to operate? Like, so if, if you feel like there is nothing wrong with what you believe, like yeah. you're 100% right, are you going to then be able to walk in all humility with me? Are mm -hmm. you going to move mm -hmm. forward with the meekness uh, that James 3 yeah. tells us to? Yeah. Are you going to see, yeah. are you gonna be open to reason? Which again, if you're 100% right, are you open to reason? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, if I believed, if I believed I was 100% right, that I would be open to any reason. Because every so. yeah. point you would bring, I would have a counterpoint yeah. to why that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. The other issue with this idea of being 90, this 1%, which I love you brought it up, um, this, the other issue that comes with this 1% that's really, really, really important for us to remember is if, if I'm not willing to acknowledge that I might be wrong, yeah. then, then I'm saying that if I am wrong, my whole identity and I, like it falls apart, right? Because if I if I say uh, I'm not saying that correctly, let me say this differently. If I believe that um, if I believe that I'm not wrong at all, and all of a sudden you bring a point that I can't counter, mm. oh, that'll be oh, big. it's a that's a that's a like a Huge. foundation wrecking yeah. moment, right? Yeah. Like because all of a sudden now it's like I put my relational stock into it, I put my credibility into this, like this is yeah. what I've I've aligned myself to because I'm right. Yeah. And all of a sudden if I'm wrong, it's like what else am I wrong about? Yeah. What and else? You know. The thing though is that people, again, very general statements right now. So forgive <laughs> me if I'm wrong, uh, but I do believe that <laughs> you if might be I, 100 wrong. Yes. If I have a posture that I'm 100 percent right about something, there's a good chance that I have that view on other things too. Sure. Yeah, it's not, right? it's not, it's not just one thing. That's a great point. So the way I parent, you the can't way compartmentalize it. That's cannot. true. Yeah. The way I do things, the way I, you know, live and I'm not being open to any feedback. I'm mm -hmm. not being open to people talking truth into my life and speaking truth and encouraging yeah. me. And it's hard it's to be hard. open it's really to hard. those things. Yeah. So that's, for me, that's the, that's the first step to, to see, check my heart to see if I am willing to say everything else outside of Jesus, I could be wrong. Yeah. And I'm okay with that to say, Hey, I, I hold 
a value about masks. What do you think about it? Let's yeah. have a talk about it. Yeah, that's good. You know, and th there's humility in that discussion then. That's good. I want to come back at the end. Help me remember to the neutral zone because I think that Ooh, fits. Oh, yeah, yeah. But let's hit the second one yes. for a second, okay? okay? So, the, so the second one is, uh, you know, we have this idea that somehow, I've heard this phrase used a lot, that somehow certain things that I don't agree with what you're saying is not a big enough issue to make a big fuss about. Okay, so be right. it COVID deaths, yeah, be it the, the, cops the numbers shooting of death black don't people. justify the, the means that we're Correct. taking. Or, so the way yeah. society is responding to certain atrocities and brokenness doesn't just justify the chaos that we're yeah. seeing, right? Or the brokenness, yeah. right? So my, what I'm kind of coming to understand and grasp is that um, even if there is only one person who's affected by any of these cause or sickness or policies, um, that should break my heart with compassion. Because in, in Jesus, in God's eyes, the value of 99 hmm. is never greater than the value of one. one. He gives us that, he shows that. Who wouldn't leave the 99 for yeah. the one? So the statement you're making here then is, I can't negate the deaths that are happening in COVID by saying, look at what's happening with flu deaths Correct. or with yeah. suicide deaths. I can't yeah. say, well, look, only one black person was shot by a cop and look at there were 10 yeah. white people shot Correct. by a cop, yeah. right? Because what I'm doing is I'm trivializing yeah. the value that yeah. God has on every individual, Correct. right? And I cannot say, well, only one kid has depression wearing the mask. Yeah. Uh, one kid has asthma that I know of. Why yeah. is it a big deal? Yeah. I cannot trivialize Yes, because in, what, in yeah. what you're doing, you're, 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 you're distancing yourself from something that God cares deeply about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it reminds me of the um, of Jesus and Lazarus, right? Mm. So he says in, in John, he says, "I'm uh, Lazarus is sick. We should go, but I'm going to wait." He waits two days, and then he tells his disciples, "It's teaching moment. Like Lazarus is asleep," and they're like, "Well, then he'll wake up." And they're like, "No, he's dead." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "And it's good that he's dead because now I'm going to show you. I'm going to teach you yeah. that that God gave me the authority that He gave me that mm. I'm sent from mm. Him." Mm. So he's going to this spot with the idea of it being a teaching moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He shows up, Martha comes, like, if you'd been here, our mm. brother would not have been dead. And he, she, he's like, yeah, but he's, he's not fully dead. And then she drops a bunch of awesome theology, right? Like, there is the right in the resurrection, yeah. all these things. Like, man, that woman, like, solid, yeah. right? <laughs> and then he goes on a little bit, or stays there. And then Mary comes out and says, hey, had you not been here, our, mm. our mother would have, or our brother would have been, mm. still been mm. alive. Mm. And seeing Mary's response and the response of the people that were following her out because they thought that she was going to the tomb, right? Yeah. He, he weeps, he weeps. Yeah. He weeps. It's the, the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. But right yeah. before that it says he's deeply moved. Yeah. And then it goes on a little bit further and says he's deeply moved again. Correct. Jesus shows an immense amount of emotion for yeah. a man that he's about to raise from the dead as a teaching moment. Yeah, even, even his prayer. Yeah, right? even his prayer is a teaching <laughs> moment. Like, I, I, don't, I know yeah. this, but I'm saying it for their behalf, yeah. right? He knows it's a teaching moment. He plans on using it. He's yeah. gonna raise Lazarus from the dead. He knows that Lazarus's outcome for the entirety of his eternity, and yeah. yet he still grieves. And I think when we use this many deaths versus this many deaths as an excuse to justify which side of the camp we may or may yeah. not sit on, yeah. we're trivializing. We're, we're not. We're not having compassion when Jesus had compassion. Yeah. And the thing though is that if if I really believe on certain things, that I say, well, it's not it's not a big deal mm. for this reaction, then who decides at what point it's a big deal then? Yeah, what standards what, are we using? Yeah, how many should die for COVID to become a big deal to me then? Yeah. If I have a value that this, it's not a big deal right now. Yeah, and for every person that does die, yeah. there are 
many people around that person that are grieving it. Yeah. And yes, we do not grieve as those without hope. Correct. But Jesus grieved when he had more hope than any of yeah. us can even understand. Yeah. yeah. And he still grieved because it's it's still death. Yeah. It's still sad. Yeah. And no, I would never fault anyone. I would not fault you if one of your children died and I was like, stop, stop being sad. Mm. With Jesus. Mm. Like, no, it's sad. It's hard. Yeah. It's not what we want. It's not what we're made for. We're made for resurrection. Yeah. Like we're made for life. Yeah. At the same time, I think, you know, policies that are put in place have made people unemployed in India. It's, a, mm -hmm. it's, it's horrifying to see how much suffering has come about COVID-19 because of rules uh, that are yeah. in place right yeah. now. And that's a real thing too. Yeah, we and can't distance ourselves from that. Correct, right? yeah. And that grieves God's heart. That, mm -hmm. that should grieve our hearts to yeah. say, man, this is broken. People this are hurting. Yeah, people, people are hurting. Are, are considering suicide. Yeah. People like there's there are so there's depression at a higher rate than ever. Like yeah. those are all big things that like we should shouldn't as a church go, see I told you right. I right. was right there. We should be like, no, what do we as a church do yeah. to enter into this now? Yeah. How do we be the light and salt in yeah. all of these areas? Yeah. Well But but your your grievance, your brokenness for a, an issue that you're looking at. Um, should not be minimized by me because of my brokenness that I'm holding on to. To another issue. Yeah. Yep, exactly. It could be the same issue that you're yeah. seeing two ends of the two different spectrum. Ends, yeah. But both are very valid because yeah. they are brokenness that's in the world that God, only God can heal and fix. Yeah. So, so yeah. there's a chance that I'm 1% wrong. Yeah. Right? That's something I need to kind of posture myself yeah. and acknowledge and be yeah. willing to be there. There's a uh, reminding that, that there's, there's the value of the one is actually greater than the 99. Or right? equal. Or equal. Yes. Or equal, that's right. Yes. But it, you could say that all 99 are equal, right? True. So yeah. the, any one of them are, True. is equally important. Yeah. Um, and God yeah. does value, we're not saying he doesn't value a gathered church. We're not saying that this is not an individual thing in that way. Correct. But go ahead. What well, well, which I think it's good to recognize that I don't have to agree with Bren with the way he's burdened about something that he's doing or he has a passion for. I can, don't say I have to agree with the same intensity with you. Mm -hmm. I can acknowledge and say, man, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God opens your heart and, and breaks my heart too for what God's breaking your heart for. Yeah, and but I don't have, I may not feel that way that you yeah. feel about something, but I cannot dismiss that exactly. at the same time. And so maybe not say I'm praying for you, but actually pray for me too, right? Many people are like, oh yeah, I'm praying for you. But like, yeah. what, would, what, would, what would happen to your heart if you did give yourself to pray for something yeah. that I was passionate about every day for three weeks? Yeah. yeah. I would believe that your heart would be softened to some extent to me. Yeah. If nothing else, maybe yeah. not the cause, maybe not the differences, yeah. but yeah. but at least to me. Yeah. Um, we we talked. Danny mentioned this neutral zone yep. last week because um, I think what people are saying is like, okay, can we just not have conversations then? We just disagree. So if this is this neutral zone and yeah. and I'm on this side of the mask wearing thing, I yeah. believe masks are real, just as an example, right? Yeah. And you're what on you that right? side, <laughs> and you're on that side <laughs> as do masks are totally fake and yeah. they're, like they're, they don't matter. Or I've seen more damage done by mass, right? Yeah, and yeah. what what it is. There's this neutral zone in the middle. We're not saying that we need to just go into the neutral zone and hang out here and no. never have that conversation. Can you tell no. them about India? Yeah. Like <laughs> so I grew up in India, okay, and it, I think most of you might know this. And I I did work for call centers in India. Yeah. It's funny. So maybe if you called Microsoft back in 2002. <laughs> you you might have gotten him, yeah. yeah. You, you were that guy, most likely. So uh, yeah, during training, uh, I remember a trainer talking about how if you're stuck, your computer is freezing or it's taking forever, you want to kill time on the phone call, ask the American, how's the weather? 
Just ask the person, how's the weather today? And they'll go rambling about the weather. Like, that's, that's impossible. No one does that. He's like, no, it works. It really works. <laughs> so on my first few calls, I remember having to kill time. Like, hey, how's the weather today? Like, or they go on talking about the weather. And like, Complaining oh or goodness. happy or whatever it is, right? Yeah. You can talk for 15 minutes about the weather and, because it's so <laughs> neutral. No one's offended. No one's angry. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's a fun topic. Yeah, you and can I, either like heat or not like heat. Correct. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And I think so yeah. often we we've we've watered down fellowship. We've watered down uh, our relationships with, within the church in that way. Into the neutral zone. We kind right. of live in this neutral zone. We are happy there. Everyone's happy. We don't fight. We don't disagree. Yeah. We don't talk about anything else beyond that. And I think the the issue I, I'm seeing happen a lot is people want to know what we stand on, and without having the relationship. Yeah. Or, or the opposite of that. So we've had many people that sit in the neutral zone and others that hold on to an ideology and just plow through Correct. it, right? And say, yeah. like, agree, 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 agree. Yeah. We're saying that both of those are not where we're supposed to be. Correct. What we're saying is, would you be willing to cross that invisible fence that the world has created, not that the scriptures have, right? Yeah. That the world has created. And would you cross that and say, I care about you. Yeah. yeah. I value you, John. And even though I don't understand how you can say this, or I don't get why you would vote that way, or I don't yeah. get those things, I'm not going to try and have that conversation without having a relationship yeah. with you. Yeah. I'm not going to just make it my point to hold up a sign and say, yeah. "This is, do you agree? Okay, we can be friends. Like I'm going to say, yeah. hey, let's, let's understand each yeah. other. Let's walk with yeah. each other. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. seek unity, Correct. right? Yeah. If I, can, if I can find people that I disagree with and say, we're not going to talk about it, but I'm going to love you as a brother, care about you, get to know you, pray with you, and then this, this will happen eventually, right? But mm -hmm. there's a lot of foundation that's built on friendship and love and that, that's not gonna change what and, we disagree with. And, and, yeah, and yeah. we're more likely to sharpen each other Correct. when we're in that spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last one, right? This is a good one. Yes. These two statements are true, like if 1%, we could be 1% wrong, yeah. and the value of one does not, um, how do you say that? So you said it really well. The value of 99, 99 is not. never greater than the one. They are equal. Yeah. If those two are true, then what is the one degree change that you can do, that you can do right now um, towards unity, right? Yeah. And that looks different for each one of us. It does look very different. Goosebumps. I know why I feel that. Yeah, I know why I talk right. about this. One degree yeah. feels like a small amount. It is, yeah. So one, one degree, if you deviate one degree when you're walking on a trail, right, or yeah. you're going somewhere, after a mile or two, you're totally off, right? You're in a totally different spot than yeah. where you would have been. It's One degree can be the difference between boiling. Or frozen water, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's yeah. A, it makes a huge difference. And I think we are constantly being, being pushed towards a degree change by what influences us. Sure. Except God's word, which, mm -hmm. is, which I think will pull us in the right direction. But yeah. everything else is going to push you either way. In the direction, yeah. Sides, yeah. yeah. And so, would you would you be willing to make a one degree change? And for some of you, that means that one degree may mean I will allow myself to be ninety eight percent right in this ideology, yeah. right? Like, yeah. come off that one percent even more. Like, I mm. like I, I feel like maybe I need to go ninety percent. Like, like that might be a one degree change, or a yeah. one degree change could be like, man, I know that we're brothers, and I know that we disagree because I've just seen your social media, or I've had the one conversation. <laughs> But instead of just settling on that and just always operating with you in the neutral zone, I'm going to say, hey, can we, can we get together? Can yeah. I pray for you? Yeah. Um, maybe for you, if you're like, man, I don't understand. If, you, if you've said these things, I just don't understand how, and then fill in the blank, how people can fight for Black Lives Matter, how people can want to fight for Blue Lives Matter, how people can want to fight for mass, or how, whatever it is. If, you just, if you've uttered that statement, I just don't know how, find another believer that is on the end of that statement and ask yeah. them how you can pray for them. Yeah. 
and walk with them. Like I'm gonna, I don't know how, I don't know how you could say that. John, you say that. Okay, I love you, brother. Like, I, and I want a relationship with you. Let's get to know each other. How can I pray for this? Let me, like, help me find ways to pray for what you are so concerned yeah. about. Yeah. And, and pray for you and ask you about your marriage and do those things. Yeah. Then maybe we would actually get somewhere because I think that if we are on the proverbial opposite ends of the spectrum and we are both followers of Jesus submitted yeah. to him, I think it's necessary for both of us yeah. to be there to give us a really healthy, Correct. wise, gentle way to move forward yeah. around all these issues that need, they need work. Yeah. We can't say that we don't have to do any work on this and just stick our hands in the sand Correct. and, and yeah. run from it, yeah. right? Yeah. I think there are so many prayer requests that are in the church today that we don't want to pray for. Mm. It yeah. breaks my heart to think that yeah. there are people who are burdened with things that they want to be doing something about because I defer my, in my opinion about that. I don't want to pray about it. Mm. I don't want to pray point. for that person uh, for, point, this, for these issues. And I think if I can say, man, I, God is doing something in your heart. I know you as a brother in Christ, as a sister in Christ. Give me your prayer request. Mm -hmm. I want to pray with you. Let me Let pray, me pray for, for you. Yeah. Let me pray for yeah. these things that are, that are burdening yeah. your heart. And could you pray for me as well? This is what mm -hmm. God's doing in my heart. Yeah. Let's do this together. That, that is unity. We don't yeah. have to agree 100% on everything. We yeah. don't have, we cannot. And I may, I, may, I may never see the burden that God's given you the same way that, that He's burdening me about the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. I can pray for you. And have compassion. And have compassion, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think the last thing I would just kind of encourage all of you with is um, no one wants to be labeled as they're the one that's operating in fear, but I feel like that word's being used a lot, throwing mm -hmm. out, depending upon which, again, side you sit on. Like, oh, that's just fear Yeah, that's doing it. Your fear of government overreach or your fear of COVID or your fear of health or like whatever it may be, like people yeah. or your fear of, you know, losing your comforts. Like we fear keep of saying brainwashed fear of being brainwashed, right? Yeah. yeah, that's easy to do. But I think in a lot of ways, many of us, if we would just acknowledge that we're actually just worried about tomorrow, mm. And maybe we're not worried about it out of fear. Maybe we're worried about it if I, like, I think I'm wise. I'm worried about having the right things in place so that I can cast a vision moving forward. That, that is still a tomorrow issue. Yeah. That is still a tomorrow thing. And, and maybe it, it is fear. Maybe there is fear that's worrying about tomorrow. If we could just settle on, like, we, we aren't in control. Mm. Like, like Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. It's gonna have enough problems tomorrow. You're, your amounted amount of preparedness, even if it's not fear, and you're like, I'm just being prepared and a good steward, does not guarantee tomorrow for you. It doesn't guarantee that mm -hmm. it's gonna be there. It doesn't even guarantee that it's gonna be there the way that you want it. Yeah. And so if you have um, issues with where church is and you believe that church should be here tomorrow, maybe just ask, what, God, what would you have me do today? Mm. What's the one degree change today that might affect tomorrow? Yeah. Right? What's the, what's the one thing, and I, I said this, earlier with you, if I, if I, if the Lord decides that my time is up mm. tomorrow, I don't think that I'm going to be disappointed at all because I'm going to be with the Lord. But mm. like, but I think like if I were to just see this through from a worldly perspective, I don't think I'm going to be bummed that we just didn't have enough discussions about masks. Yeah. Mm. I really don't think I'm going to be like, oh man, I, I wish I had, or with my kids, I wish I just had one more day to teach them a little bit more about the governmental system. Yeah. And I'm not, that's not going to be a bummer of mine, mm, right? Mm. I'm going to grieve things like, man, I hope my son saw me love the Lord. Yeah. I hope my son has a faith yeah. that can go beyond what even my faith was. Like, mm. I feel like that's the stuff that, that kingdom mindedness, right? Like, 
Like, wish I was I, there with them more. Right. You know? Wish I was yeah. there with them more. Right. Like, yeah. I wish I, I wish I had spent more time in the scripture. When yeah. you, when you, all of a sudden you realize that all this stuff does pass away, including our own bodies, then we, then we can start to see that it's not that we don't give ourselves to these things because they're important. Yeah. But they don't become the thing. Yeah. The thing is Christ, and the thing is His gospel and His yeah. message. And and then how does that gospel compel us to live in these things? Yeah. And I don't think I'd grieve that. I don't think I'd be sad if we went to the grave disagreeing yeah. on yeah. on politics. I would be like, ah, bummer. We never we never came to the other side. I just don't think yeah. I would. But I would grieve the fact that there was opportunities for me to love you and yeah. I didn't and I didn't do it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or if you divided it. over these topics. Or if I divided over these topics. Yeah. Or you know, like yeah. if I did those things. And so I would just encourage you to maybe think about the fact that you might even, from a healthy perspective, be worrying about tomorrow. But is that really? affecting how you live today in an adverse way yeah and so that's what i want to leave you with and yeah. i think you know the ones that john brought up right is there one percent one percent chance you're wrong do you believe that one is equal to the 99 mm. and are, are you willing to make a one degree change for the sake of your brother or sister mm. in relationship mm. um, that's really what mm. we wanted to do and yeah. we would encourage you to keep coming and having conversations we would encourage you to, to not run from your communities if you disagree or if you all agree. In fact, we would encourage you to start looking for different perspectives yeah. um, and encourage you to look to scripture. I, I love your idea of just praying for someone. Mm. Find someone that sits on that proverbial other side than you mm. and go, I don't agree with you, but I don't need to. I want to pray for you. Yeah. I want to I I understand. Like, I yeah. feel like that would be, if we would be quick to listen, Yeah. man, we would seek understanding. I yeah. feel like that would change the co topic as a whole. And I feel like uh, the very things that we're passionate about seeing done would get done Correct. even faster. Yeah. Yeah. So anything you want to leave everyone with? So I think one thing I want to remind ourselves is that, you know, I don't want to walk into this to, to be proved wrong. Mm. Right? That's a good point. You prove me wrong. Right? I've, I've heard yeah. that phrase being yeah. used um, quite a bit and that is not the attitude that's yeah. healthy for discussion, for yeah. unity. And you could be right. You could be very much right in a lot of things. But, but if I can come and say, I want to understand more, to me yeah. more. And again, I would I'd recommend these talks happen after a good foundation in friendship yeah. and love. Strive for relationship first. Relationship yep. first. Yep. And, uh, and once you go, once you're there, we can have these kitchen counter discussions mm -hmm. on, on these topics. Mm -hmm. and, um, I, I, and if you want to know more about where we stand on these topics, we'll talk to you. We've, yeah. we've had the talk with people yeah. in our church. Uh, I'll tell lunch. you where all of yeah, buy me lunch. I'll tell you I'll tell you where all that is. We'd know? love to talk to you more about yeah. it. And we're not afraid to mention that with you, but I think talking about these things uh, without the context of who we are and getting to know us as people is is not useful mm -hmm. in the setting. Yeah, in a lot yeah. of ways you, you do unintentionally say that the the topic is more important than the relationship yeah. if you only start there. Correct. Yeah. Right. If I even though I may not believe that, if I'm only willing to talk to you about the topic as opposed yeah. to spend the time for relationship, then I'm saying this topic is more important. Correct. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. Yes. We will see you again on camera or in person on Sunday. Yes. Right. God bless you.